You are listening to episode 23 of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you are created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach and Catholic Mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Well, hi there, everyone. How is your new year going so far? I am so excited for this episode because talking about clutter and getting organized and living life with less stuff, it totally excites me. I know I have talked about this before, um, but it is just one thing that I have uh, been able to, I guess, conquer comes to mind. Um, I just have so many good thoughts about myself when it comes to getting organized and the perspective I have about a life lived clutter-free, and I have the exact process in order for you to never have to have clutter again. And it's so interesting for me to reflect back on my life when I was younger and would always be neat and keep things clean and organized. And now, after I have chosen a career that helps people organize slash manage slash clean out or consciously see and direct their minds and their brains, it just makes me smile that there is such a direct correlation with them both, right? clutter in your mind, all of the thoughts that we have that we just don't know that are in there or we didn't know that we're holding on to or that we believe or how it just keeps us with feeling chaotic and stuffed all the time. And then the correlation with our own environments, our homes, especially our homes, right? Where we spend a lot of time, uh, especially now in this timing of the world uh, where we are all staying home and working from home more. So today's episode, it, it will correlate with the thoughts in our minds and organizing them to feel better, right? But I am going to mostly talk as if it's about organizing your homes and stuff, because this time of year, especially in New Year's, this is a lot of what you all are focusing on right now or trying to, or maybe you have, uh, you know, made progress towards it. And I think that it's really good to come back and reinforce what it is that you're doing right and to motivate you to be able to keep going. But also for those of you who kind of say you want to do this in the new year, like this is finally the new year to get my house organized and to get rid of the clutter. And this 
desire for you to live with less and have clean counters and drawers and and just walk into your bedroom or closet and feel joy instead of feeling, you know, defeated and heavy and chaotic uh, under piles of things in your life, then this episode is going to be perfect for you. I've mentioned before in previous um, episodes, I think, um, or if you haven't heard them, that I was a home organizer um, in a previous calling and job, and I loved it. And this was because I just asked myself, um, you know, what is it that I could do to make money and help people that is not like work for me, that it comes natural and comes naturally. And the answer was, uh, I love to declutter. I love to organize. I, I love to help other people because I want them to, to have the feelings that you can have when you have space in your life and how you are surrounded by the things that you love and you don't let things pile up. And, and so I started a, a business and for years, that is what I did is I helped people and I didn't quite, I, I always had this great satisfaction when the spaces were organized and clean and I knew that I had helped them, but I didn't know the reasons at that time kind of like behind the why it was working so well. Um, but it wasn't actually something that lasted for the clients because it was just more about the physical part of decluttering and organizing. So now that I have the coaching tools um, and have the the reasons that our brain keeps us uh, or actually wants us to have the stuff or keeps us from getting rid of this stuff... I now feel like that I just have the magic formula to being able to never have clutter in your life again, or if you do have it, I know the exact process and questions to ask yourself to motivate you to get moving to actually get it done. So that is such a beautiful combination and I get from you all, I get when I, when I ask the question, what you're struggling with your life or, you know, offering my services as a life coach. So many of you moms and even just coached to this week who have mentioned, I, my house is a mess. I just have too much stuff. I'm too overwhelmed by it. You know, all the kids are home now and I homeschool at home and there's too much stuff and I can never get on top of it and I don't have time to take care of it and I wouldn't even know where to start. So does any of this resonate with you? Does it sound like you? What I just, you know, pointed out as a couple other moms have mentioned. Well, I know at least in my Facebook group, Crazy Awesome Catholic Moms, when I ask the three joining questions and see what you are struggling with currently in your life, I get the answer of organized and clutter and I want to, I can't get to cleaning up my house. It's, it is up there in, I would say the top three, top three answers. So, uh, this is plenty enough of an introduction. I want, let's get to the meat and the heart of the episode 
And that will be the process to never having clutter again. Okay, step number one is become aware. We have to open the doors, open the drawers, and take a look. A lot of times it's just been kind of shoved in there or you don't even know. So you're thinking it's a lot or you're believing that it's going to take too long. And when we don't even know what it is that we have or what it is that we even want to accomplish, like we haven't even given it like much thought, then we just get so overwhelmed we don't take any action. And so what is it that you really have? Let's become aware and take a look. There are just two main places that you yourself reside. You're either in your mind with all these thoughts about your clutter or you're externally where you're using the senses that you're in your home and you're looking around and you're seeing it. Either way, it's a process that's happening in your brain, right? You're either seeing it and having a thought about it or you're just thinking thoughts about yourself over and over again. I like to offer these kind of thoughts to myself. I love organizing. I am a person who doesn't need stuff. This comes naturally to me. Decluttering is fun. If I just start in one small place, eventually it will get done. See, I am I have awareness that this is what I choose to think in my mind about it. So it's not a daunting task. So first of all, I want you to become aware. What have you labeled yourself as? When I talked to some moms this week, as I mentioned, I remember that she said, my 12 year old is more organized than I am. That thought right there is like, it didn't make her feel good, right? It didn't do any inspired action. And I have others that say, I've never been a good um, organizer, or I've always had clutter around me, or I've never been able to be a person who's been able to stay on top of it. This is just first becoming aware of what you're thinking. And then, yes, we need to be aware of what stuff you have in your house. And if you know which rooms, I mean, Really, I'm just going to give you permission to start anywhere. Start with what feels the worst for you and that you would love to have done or start with what looks like would be the easiest job, like one junk drawer or organize one sock drawer. Um, but we also like you just want to not let you just be aware of what it is the thought that is stopping you from even starting in the first place. So do this mental exercise for me right now. Just think about your house. Think about the rooms. Go like one by one through your head. And which one or which two or three, like just you can feel in your body that it stresses you out or overwhelms you, right? And then think of just one room. Think of the most 
the, the place that comes up the most for you as being cluttered. And then from that room, just pick a place. Is it a drawer in there? Is a closet in the room? Just something of where you can direct your mind to. Just think about it. Like, and then, right, is that place organized? Can you find things? Do you know what you have? When's the last time you really looked at it all? Think about your garage, your closets, the attic, your storage areas. Okay? Even see how even just thinking about it brings on a feeling of overwhelm when, and probably maybe the thought like, okay, it's just too much and it makes you want to resign or run away and not start at all. This, you just, you just need to pay attention because that matters, right? And then now I want you to take that room and take the one spot and just picture it cleared or picture the countertops free. Picture the drawer like you open it up and it's totally organized and has like some empty space too. It's, it's even by thinking about that and going there, notice how you can access just better feelings that maybe give you that possibility of, yes, I can do that because I'm here to tell you that you can, you don't have to have been a home organizer for years and you don't have to like know any fancy tricks and you don't need to have everything from the container store and have like matching baskets with tags on them. Really, we are looking to not have the clutter and the first step is to start thinking about what you have and what it might look like in your dream case scenario and just not shoving it under the rug, so to speak, anymore. Not keeping the door closed and not wanting to see what's behind all of the piles and back in the dark corners of the closet, okay? So just start with a write down What are all the rooms that you want organized, even if it's every room in your house, and then just place it in order of which one is most important for you to have done. You know, if it's the living room, something you're in every day, um, that might be something that you want to, you know, tackle first as opposed to an attic or a storage closet. So let's just become aware, right? Let's face it, mamas. Let's just face it head on and make a little plan of what it is that you want organized and then put it in order so you'll know better on where you can just begin. Okay, step two, and this is my absolute favorite. This is the key to what I didn't know before when I thought organizing was just about doing the actions of cleaning up, but this step is the key for you to never have clutter in your life ever again. When I have friends call me up or a client who, if I'm specifically working on helping them um, get organized or get rid of their clutter, this is the secret weapon to knowing If something that you own is something that you should have in your life or not, it is three questions. 
And if this is all you take from today's episode, then write these three questions down. Because to never have clutter again is to use these three questions on any item that you already own in your house or use them whenever you are thinking about bringing something new into your home or if you buy something new. And then when you're reorganizing again, you'll ask these three questions. And the first one is, is it serving me? So the item, does it serve you to have in your life? Is it helping you in some way? Is it something that you have used, right, in the last year? That's like a good test. Or like if you know for sure that you will use it in the coming year. That's how it's that's how you find out if it's something that passes the is it serving you test. We want the items to serve a purpose in our life, right? Okay, that's the first question. The second question is do I really want it? <laughs> that seems like like well, yeah, I want it because it's here but not necessarily. Sometimes we want something and then later it's not something that we want. But we have to direct our mind and our brain to ask this question with the items because this this kind of correlates, right, to the Marie Kondo, does this spark joy? I mean, these items that you have around you, do you even want it? Was it something that was just given to you or you feel like you're thinking, I should keep it? Or what if, you know, my mom who gave it to me notices that it's gone, you know, I don't want to hurt her feelings. You have to be truthful with yourself, with these items that you have. If you're someone who wants to really know how to live a life with less stuff, then ask the question, do I really want it? Another way might be like, do I even like it? If the answer is no, then that helps you see that it's something that you should not have in your home. Okay. Third question is, is it current or outdated? Right? So, so many times, and and, and this one is, you know, most uh, be able to have an example when you're talking about clothes. So if you take out, you know, a shirt or a blouse or something like that, and you can ask that question, you know, first of all, is it serving me, right? Is this something that you've used in the last year or will plan on wearing it in the next year? And then you ask the question, do you even like it, right? Do you even like that article of clothing? But one that will really help you know and understand if you need to keep it is, I mean, is it something current that you you know, would wear today? Or is it kind of outdated? And this, you know, goes along with looking for items that have like a crack in it or a rip in it, or if it's broken, or, you know, if it's even a size that fits. But the question that if is it current or outdated, that can be applied to not just clothes. um, And it definitely can be applied to the tangible items around us. And then of course I have to bring in there that we have a lot of outdated thoughts 
outdated patterns of thinking and beliefs that we used to believe and it served us well, but maybe not right now. Maybe it's something that you just, you know, grew up with or someone else years ago, you know, gave you that thought and you latched onto it. So we can always with the items around us and also with our, you know, our mental clutter is maybe it's time to say goodbye to it because it is outdated, which is the perfect segue to step number three of never having clutter again is then to say goodbye to the items that you answered no to for those three questions. So if it's an item that doesn't serve you and the, you know, it's outdated or you don't want it, if you have said, you know, answered any of those questions in a way, then you really need to say goodbye. So this is, first of all, answering those questions decisively, right? Like you, you can do it. You can say goodbye. I know it requires strength sometimes, but you have that strength in you to override your mind saying, oh, I might need it or, oh, you know, so-and-so gave it to me or, oh, if you are wanting to live a life with not having any clutter around, and this doesn't mean I have to do a caveat right here, ladies. If I'm not having you become like totally um, minimalistic and just living with like, you know, three items around you in your office or whatever, if you answer those three questions and you still even have a lot of stuff left, that's okay. It won't be clutter because clutter is having too much of what doesn't serve you, what you don't want, and outdated items. So if you still have a lot of items around, even after you've answered those questions and decided to keep it, then you are surrounding yourself with items that you love and are serving your life. So it doesn't matter how many there are. It's just not clutter. But those three questions, and then when you've decided, you've made a strong decision that it's something you don't want, then step three, you must say goodbye to it. It is time to donate it, sell it, you know, give it away and it had its use use and let it bless somebody else's life who may answer the question, that yes, they want it. Yes, they love it. So you can do it. You can say goodbye, even if it's something that is valuable, even if you used it once, even if it has the tag on it. It's just, you know, your brain will try and tell you that this is confusing, whether you should leave it or uh, let it go or keep it. And even sometimes, you know, we can have a garage sale, but you know, sometimes it won't be worth your time and effort and your brain will try and say you should sell it, but you have to override your brain and see what is best for you to most quickly get to that clutter free life. All these steps can be so much fun and it can be fun because You will be thinking and believing that this process is fun, but nothing is more fun than when you get to step four, which is create what you want. 
So you've already become aware of what you have and made a plan on where to start, which I'm saying can be anywhere. It's just important to start, pick up one thing, do one drawer, start in one room. So you've started and then you have the secret weapon of those three questions that helps you know whether you should keep something or let it go. And then now you've been really decisive and you have said goodbye and taken the items out of your house that you don't want anymore. So now it's really the time to create what it is that you want. You know, you've gotten rid of what you don't want. So now you have space for what you do want. And I don't mean now let's like bring in and add and buy more things. I just want you to, you know, find out like, what is the purpose for that room, that space, and just kind of hold on to that, like, and, and know that there's room in there for, for your future things that you want, but just allow for an empty shelf, just allow for your closets to be wide open just kind of embrace that you are a person who has clear countertops or, you know, your drawer, your drawers can be just filled sparsely. They just don't have to be packed. Right. And it just gives you room, room for air to move around in your life, room for you to breathe, breathe mama. (laughs) And you know that all the important things, which is each other and your faith, you know, being healthy and having an environment that, that you love and that keeps you, when you think about it and see it, you can easily access thoughts of having space and calm This is what so many of you tell me that you want to move towards and the process that I laid out in today's episode is exactly what you need to move in that direction. And, you know, a big part of this is you need to start organizing your mind before you start organizing the external life. Otherwise, the changes will only be temporary, but I have also given given you the exact same process of how you can even organize the external, your home. And so the important thing is to just get started on it. You can do it. So let's just recap the process for organizing anything. It's number one, become aware. You have to know what your thoughts are. And you have to know what your stuff is. Ask three questions. That's the next step because it's going to cause you to make decisions on your items. These three questions are the way to know if something should stay in your life or if it should go. And the first question to ask about the item is, is it serving me? Yes or no? Yes, it stays. No, it goes. Question number two, do I want it? 
If you want it, yes. If you don't want it, no. And the third question, is it current or outdated? If it's current, stays. If it's outdated, it goes. Just make a decision. Be strong about it, decisive about it. Yes or no, stay or go. Step three in the process to organizing anything is to say goodbye. If it's an item that you have said no, then let it go. Sell it, give it away, let somebody else's life be blessed from it and make room in yours. And then step four, now that you are left with what it is that serves you in your life and that you want, now it's time to just create that. And with that process, you will find that you will never have clutter again. All right, mamas, I hope that this episode will now show you a path of how you can think and feel and take action toward not having clutter anymore if this is something that you want for yourself, if this is something that you want to create in your life, then please just start. Just get going, get moving. Life is short. Time is something we can never get more um, more of and you can do it. You don't need to have as much stuff around you or in your mind, you can overcome the clutter and create an organized life and home for yourself. And if you need help with this or would like more personal one-on-one individual help to really guide and see you through, then please don't hesitate to jump on a 30-minute discovery call with me. I would love to um, to help you in this process that is just uh, so near and dear to my heart. Okay, I love you all. I will see you next week. And may God's peace be with you always. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client. As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life-transforming wisdom, all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to danielletienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.